Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hello, everyone. Charles Watts here. Welcome to another edition of Inside Arsenal. I hope you're all well and enjoying what we're working towards the end of the week weekend just around the corner now. But before that, of course, we do have Arsenal's first well, is it first? I don't know. If you if you count the Watford behind closed doors friendly, I don't really count that. I think when I'm talking about the first pre-season friendly, it's got to be in front of fans. And that's what we've got tonight. Arsenal versus Nuremberg over in Germany. Looking forward to that one. 6pm kickoff, uh, UK time, 7pm kickoff yeah, over in Germany. We're going to get to see our first look at some of the Arsenal players ahead of the new season. Kai Havertz hopefully going to make his debut. We'll talk about that a little bit. I'll try and do a predicted 11, which will be hopelessly wrong. No doubt about it, because it's virtually impossible to predict starting 11s at this stage of the summer. So we'll talk a little bit about that game. Got some questions to answer as well. Um, but we've got to start off, haven't we? Talking about what the hell is going on with Declan Rice and Jurian Timber. Jurian Timber, sorry, I keep pronouncing the J and I've been told off for doing that in the uh, in the comments section on YouTube. So apologies, Jurian Timber. Um so what's going on with those guys? We've seen various reports in the last 24 hours, certainly can, um, in terms of the Declan Rice deal. West Ham believed to be unhappy at the situation. Poor West Ham, the same West Ham that dragged it all out at the start of the window, doing all they could to get Manchester City in the running to make as much money as they possibly could, and now seem to be crying to Sky Sports about uh, <laughs> what's going on in that. So we'll talk about that a little bit later on. We'll start on Urian Timber. Um, which uh, was quite interesting to see here. If you're watching this on YouTube, you see a picture that somehow some of the internet, uh, internet bods who know what they're doing on the internet found um, somewhere in Arsenal's website's code or something, this picture of him uh, for Arsenal directing his Arsenal shirt. Um, and as I said earlier on in the week, Arsenal were hoping that this was going to get done by the, um, by the start of the by the Nuremberg game, so he could feature in that. It obviously hasn't been done yet, still not been announced. Um, appears just been a slight little hold up sort of in getting the contracts 
fully sort of finalized and done, but there's no panic or anything like that. He's still going to join. Um, so as frustrating as it is, I know it's frustrating. I see all your comments. I see everything you're saying. I see it all on social media. I know it's frustrating. Um, you want to see him signed. You want to see him uh, sort of laid out in the Arsenal shirt with his interview, but it is going to happen. It's just, you know, it's not going to make much of a difference. It's just a little bit of patience required for this one. Um, and yeah, obviously he's not going to be a part of the Germany squad, a Germany camp, which is frustrating for a little bit for Arsenal because they did want him involved there. The plan was to get him involved there, potentially even to play tonight in this game give him half an hour or so in the second half. They've had to put that back a little bit, but he will link up with the squad ahead of the, ahead of the trip to the USA, which they leave for on Sunday, and he will be an Arsenal player. And that is the most important thing in all that. Yes, it would have been great to have had it already done, and so he could be part of the squad right now, but it's just a little bit of a delay, and it is still going to happen. So um, I wouldn't be panicking too much about that or anything. Uh, in terms of Declan Rice, now... The, the stuff going on from West Ham, if you're watching this on YouTube, you can see him here. He's been posting pictures of up himself. He's training in Portugal. He's been training alongside um, uh, Rafael Leal, obviously, but AC Milan forwarded a couple of players over there in Portugal, keeping their fitness work up ahead of their return to their clubs. <laughs> Which club Declan Rice returns to? That's the big question at the moment. I'm still utterly convinced it's going to be Arsenal. Um, obviously, the Sky Sports story yesterday went out in the afternoon that West Ham were, were unhappy about the length of time it is all taken and so they're waiting for the contracts to be sent back by the lawyers and all that but um, and that got people a little bit worried thinking is something going to happen is this going to fall through but as far as I'm aware there's just it is still going to ha- you know it's still going to happen I'm still expecting him to be part of the squad that goes out to the USA on Sunday that's the plan and hopefully that is a plan that will happen. Obviously, I can't say for absolute certain, but I'm still very, very confident that this is going to happen. So I wouldn't be overly concerned about it. Um, and frankly, West Ham being upset, really, who cares? <laughs> they're just going to just means they're paying Declan Rice's wages for another week or so. Um, and Arsenal, he will still be an Arsenal player. That's as far as I'm aware. That is still going to happen. So. Again, similar with the year in timber stuff, it's just a little bit of patience needed. Yes, it would have been great to have have it already done now and to be, you know, fully, fully confident that he was going to be linking up. The fact is, he's on holiday at the moment. It doesn't really make too much of a difference if he was, if he's been confirmed as Arsenal player or not. He'd still be on holiday. He wouldn't be with the squad. And when he gets back from holiday, which I believe is to be on Friday, then you've got the stuff that's going to have, have to happen. And obviously, the confirmation from Arsenal before that is going to have to be the big stuff with West Ham, which you know we're fully expecting in terms of, you know, he's going to have to release this sort of goodbye message, the video, which I'm sure he'll do. We've seen players do that before when they're making these moves away from the clubs they've got such an emotional attachment to. Remember Thierry Henry's back in the day when he left for Barcelona. It'll be similar with Declan Rice. It's going to be a video. There's probably going to be tears. There's going to be a message on the website and all that. And... You know, once that's happened, then it will be confirmed from the Arsenal side and it will go through and hopefully it will be done Friday or Saturday and it'll be on that plane on Sunday going over to the USA. So it's just a case of waiting a little bit more now before that gets done. Okay, so obviously he's not going to be in Germany, which is a shame, but Arsenal are over there and they are getting ready for their first game of pre-season, which I'm really looking forward to watching against Nuremberg later tonight. You can watch it. It's being streamed on arsenal.com. You've got to buy one of their match day pass type things. 
um i think i don't know i think about six quid or something like that which makes me laugh really when if you're if you're a member and you pay for all you pay for your membership at the start of the start of the summer you're supposed to get all these perks and, and things it makes me think you know surely pre-season friendly should probably be part of those perks i don't know why you have to pay more money uh, to watch pre-season games when you're already paid to be a member but that's just my thoughts on it anyway it kicks off at 6 p.m tonight and um and I'm really looking forward to seeing who's involved. It's going to be really difficult to sort of nail down what this team is going to be, but there's certainly going to be um, some exciting players to watch. And I'm really looking forward to seeing Kai Havertz play. I imagine Havertz is probably going to come on as a second half substitute. He's a little bit further behind than a lot of the players because he, you know, he came back late with the internationals. So same as Saka, same as Odegaard, those sort of players. And probably I, I would lean on the side of those guys start coming on in the second half, maybe getting 25 minutes, 30 minutes uh, to get some fitness into their legs, match minutes into their legs before the trip to the USA. But really looking forward to seeing what uh, what Havertz can sort of get up to. Looking forward to seeing where he plays, first of all, if he does come on. I don't think if he, wherever he comes on, you can't take for granted that's where he's going to play when the real business end of, you know, the business Reels business starts for the season. I think pre-season he might just fill in in any old position just to get some minutes into his legs. But uh, hopefully if he does, we do get to see him in that kind of left eight type role and get our first little glimpse of what he could bring to this Arsenal squad. Um, Kieran Tierney's over there. He'll probably feature tonight. Um, he, like those um, that Havertz and Odegaard, obviously played for Scotland during the international. So I imagine if he does play, he'll be on coming on on the second half. Uh, if you're watching this on YouTube, you can see the pictures there of him training. Um, looking pretty relaxed, still wearing the number three shirt, of course. And Tierney's a really interesting one. I have to admit, I thought there was going to be a lot of clubs banging the door down for Kieran Tierney. There still might be. Obviously, we're still pretty early on in the transfer window. But I thought there was going to be a lot of clubs banging the door down for Kieran Tierney this, uh, this summer. Newcastle was certainly very interested. Whether that interest is dipped a little bit it seems like it might because they seem to be exploring other potential options at fullback um but you know there's still a long time to go like i said they could come in but um it's going to be interesting what happens with tierney if if the offers that arsenal expected don't start to arrive now celtic have been linked obviously celtic club very very close to tierney's heart he's a celtic boy that's who arsenal signed him for would they have the money to sign kieran tierney i mean they just sold jota over to the Saudi league for a lot of money. So maybe that's the case. Obviously he'd have to take a huge, huge pay cut. Should he go back to Celtic? Um, and whether he'd want to sort of do that and go back to the Scottish league it, it remains to be seen. But um, I think it's a really interesting figure going into the sort of second half of the transfer window in terms of where he could potentially go. Cause Arsenal want to make some money this summer. They need to make some money this summer. It's really, really essential. I think, and Tierney is certainly one of those players earmarked as a potential uh, exit who could bring in a lot of cash. He's a very good player. He's still got, you know, he's a good age. He's still got a long time left on his contract. And I think he improves pretty much every single Premier League team that you could go to almost. Um, and, you know, I wouldn't be averse to Tierney staying by any means. I think, you know, he'd be a really, really strong player to have in your squad, um, especially in the season when you're going into the Champions League. But, you know, there are other options at left back. Like I've spoken about, Tommy Asu is a real strong option to play over there at times if Sinchenko's injured or not fit. Um, we still wait to see what happens with Nuno Tavares, who obviously isn't over in, in um, Germany at the moment because he was in that involved in the European Under 21s Championships with Portugal, which only just finished last week. So he's not he's not involved. The same as Emil Smith Rowe 
in that trip, but he's still to come back into the squad and his future still needs to be decided. But Tierney's the one that's just really, really interesting um, to me and what Arsenal should do or could do to. And I'm intrigued to see what you guys think of this. So let me know, as always, in the comments below. Would you would you want Tierney to stay? Do you think he'd be a really valuable member of the squad or do you think he's one of the players, if Arsenal are looking to bring in a little bit of money, that he should be one of the ones that the club are looking to get out? And like I've said, the club are open to Tierney going. It's just a case of if a good offer comes in, then they'd consider it. And at the moment, clearly that good offer hasn't quite, hasn't arrived yet. Whether it does remains to be seen. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Actually, before I go on to the questions, I wanted to, I was going to do my predicted 11. Now, big caveat of this, as I said, it's really, really difficult to predict a predicted 11 when uh, the, the squad's so stretched, so many players are sort of a little bit behind other players in terms of the um, their, their match fitness. So this is the 11 I am going to go for tonight that I'm sure is going to be completely wrong. Um, I'm going to go with Arthur and Conquo in goal. He was in goal for the Watford friendly, and I think he'll probably play again in goal today. Ramsdale, we might see in the second half. So I'm going to go Conquo in goal. Back four, I'm going to go White, Gabriel, Holden, and Cedric. Just think Tierney, because he's come back a little bit late, he won't be there. He'll, he might come on in the second half. Um, so yeah, White, Gabriel, Holden, and Cedric. Maybe Austin Trusty um, might get a bit of a look in, but probably in the second half. I'm going to go midfield. I'm going to go Jorginho, Lewis Skelly. It wouldn't surprise me if Lewis Skelly gets a start. He started against Watford. It wouldn't surprise me if he gets a start in midfield again today. And maybe Fabio Vieira, depending on how he is in terms of his fitness and his injury, might see a Fabio Vieira potentially uh, in this one up front. I'm going to go Trossard and Ketia and Jesus as the front three. But like I said, I mean, I'm just plucking names out of thin air, really. There, It's just a complete prediction a complete guesswork because we just don't know where these players are in terms of their fitness and what Arteta and the coaching staff have earmarked for them but I'm pretty sure we're going to see pretty much everyone get some minutes at some point during the game tonight and it's just going to be good to see the players it was a great game last season if you remember I think it was 5-3 5-2 Arsenal were 2-0 down at one point and then they brought on Jesus at half time and he ran the show in the second half of his debut scored within about 90 seconds of coming on scored another later on in the game and then he scored a banger I remember, uh, yeah, it was 5-2 or 5-3. Hopefully, we're going to get just as much excitement tonight in that uh, that we did in that one. OK, let's move on now, shall we, to some of your questions. Um, here's one. If you're looking, watching on YouTube, you can see it on the screen. It's from Andrew, who says uh, he's from Australia, which is good to 
Uh, good to hear. Thanks for joining us, Andrew. He said, do you think there is an oversight at Arsenal with regard to our current strikers? In a side that needs to take the next step, surely our second striker needs to be able to contend with Jesus, not simply be his understudy, who can come in for lesser competitive games competition. If Jesus doesn't fire this coming season or he gets injured yet again, why are we not looking to improve the quality of a focal point in our side? It might be the one position on our side where we do not have sufficient quality cover. I do not think Eddie or Flo can perform at the level we require. Thank you very much for that, Andrew. It's an interesting one. I don't think, though, well, I think maybe you could say, say is, it, is it an oversight? I don't particularly think it is an oversight. I think Arsenal scored 90-odd goals last season with Jesus being out for a large chunk of that and without him scoring too many goals himself as well. And yet Arsenal still scored lows, 88, I think. And I think that's one of the real qualities of his Arsenal side is they're not that reliant on a number nine because they spread the goals out everywhere. You've got Martinelli, who's going to score plenty. You've got Saka, who's going to score plenty. Odegaard, who scored 15-odd goals last season. I think Havertz is going to come in and score goals. And I think that's one of the key things about this Arsenal side is that it's not all about the number nine scoring the goals. It's not like Manchester City with Haaland, for example. Um, and so should Jesus pick up an injury, should he not score that many again this season, that Arsenal should have the players there who are going to score anyway. I also think Jesus has got the ability and the quality to score plenty um, as well next season. And I think even when he came back from his injury, he wasn't firing on all cylinders. He wasn't the same striker that we'd seen in the first half of the season. But having said that, he still scored six goals in just a, in like about six weeks or something. So he was you know, scoring at a decent, a decent lick, even though... He'd been out. So he ended up with 11 goals despite missing a massive chunk of the season, which isn't bad. Um, and I think he's certainly got the ability to to go further than that this season. So um, I, I don't think it's a particular oversight in answer to your question. But I do think that potentially next summer will be an area where Arsenal will, will focus on, will be the, the sort of potentially bringing in another striker. I just think this summer there's other priorities in the uh, in the window. Here's one that's uh, from Moss Sports. You obviously missed the live show I did yesterday. No problem. There'll be plenty more of those to look out for as we go through the summer. He said, do you think some of these American tour matches, maybe the All-Star game or the Barca game, will have a whole half or 60 minutes or so of our starters as we need to get ready for August? Yes, I absolutely do. I think obviously this game is very different today, but once they get over to America and the preparations really start, I think we're going to see Arteta as it goes on getting stronger and stronger and stronger. And then for the Emirates Cup game against... Um, Monaco, he'll go very, pretty strong, very strong almost. And that will lead into obviously the community shield and then the Premier League season. So as each each game goes by now in this America tour, I think we're going to see a more settled 11 that's beginning to gear up for the start of the new season. So, yeah, I think we'll see players getting 45 minutes, definitely 60 minutes, some of them throughout America. And you'll see a lot stronger team, a lot more sort of Premier League ready team than we will see today against Nuremberg. Um, here's one from Kevin who says, what's the point of playing Holding and Suarez if they will, uh, sorry, Suarez, uh, well, it's, it's Suarez, but Cedric, if they will be playing no part in next season, it's pre-season friendly to prepare for the upcoming season. Yeah, I get your point, Kevin, but to be fair, we don't know they're going to play no part in next season. They haven't gone yet. They might not go. And so if they don't go, they're part of the squad and they could need to play next season. I mean, we saw with Rob Holding last year, he did play plenty. That time might be reduced this, sub this summer if he does stay just because timbers coming in but um you know they're, they're still part of the squad so they need to get some minutes they're still being paid a lot of money to be arsenal players at the moment so i don't think you can just completely 
bid them off in the hope that you're definitely going to get rid of them. The summer you look back to last summer, and you know, Mikel was playing people like Ainsley last summer, even though he was there was certainly a belief that he was going to go, and he did end up going. So I think it's the same same thing this summer, especially holding. You know, I I think if he does stay, he will be used at times next season. So you you got to play him now. Okay, so this is one from Toz AFC who says, people always say the club will make a fortune on his shirt sales, quote. Uh, but I'm of the opinion that once Adidas pay us 400 million, all shirt sales money goes to them. So how does it work? Yeah, there's a massive myth in football. You know, when players are signed, big name players are signed, oh, you'll make the transfer fee back on the shirt sales alone. It's just a huge myth. It doesn't work like that. As you say here in this question, a large chunk of the money, not all of it, but a large chunk of the money of shirt sales go to the shirt manufacturer, so Adidas. You know, I think Arsenal, for all the shirt sales that Arsenal will make, I think about 10% goes to the club. The rest of the 90% goes to Adidas. It's just a big, big myth, the whole um, the whole thing that the club make money back on, on the shirt sales. You know, They get the big money up front, the, the sponsorship agreement, like you said, the big record-breaking sponsorship agreement that Arsenal had with Adidas when they signed that new deal and moved away from Puma. You know, that they'll get a big, large chunk of it up front and that's where the money comes. And then the rest of it or the vast, vast majority of all the shirt sales, everything like that, it goes to Adidas. It goes into their pockets. It doesn't go into Arsenal's pockets at all. So, so yeah, it's a good, good one to point out. It is a bit of a myth that, uh, that it's the club who benefit rather than the shirt manufacturers. All right, everyone, thank you very much for joining me for today's episode. Game is on tonight, of course, at 6 p.m. I'm not in Germany, as you can tell. I'm sitting in my bedroom. Um, but I will be watching the game. And so please do join me for all the coverage of that. We'll give my take afterwards on the website. Hopefully do my player ratings, that sort of thing. And if I do have time, I will pop back on and do a little bit of a match review on here as well. So have a great end to day, everyone, wherever you're watching this around the world. And enjoy the match if you're watching it tonight. And I'll speak to you very, very soon. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.